Good evening. It is six o'clock on this Monday Eve. You are listening to Dream Infringement on KSKQ 89.5 FM and 94.1 FM in Ashland and Medford and Southern Oregon. That's where we're broadcasting to. And if you're streaming online, the world! KSKQ is everywhere. You have uh, internet reception. (laughs) Isn't that cool? KSKQ.org. You can go there and listen to KSKQ any old time at all. Yes, this is Dream Infringement. We are three friends who pick a theme each week and we tell stories and play songs based on that theme and this week's theme it is all about customer service whether you are a customer or you are in the business of customer service it's it's a tough job i i have done it when i was out there working working for the man i i only had customer service roles so i know how difficult it can be um but a lot of you are making it very pleasant for us, the customers, and we appreciate that very, very much. So let's get things started uh, with a song. And this song is by Elton John. It's been stuck in my head all day today, and I felt like I could make it work. This is your song by Elton John. If you listen to it, from the perspective of us, the customers, singing to those in customer service, then yeah, I think it totally works. And you can tell everybody this is your song. It may be quite simple, but now that it's done. This is Jennifer. I realized I tend to equate good customer service with free stuff, like they gave me food, a discount, a coupon. I get excited about those things. I mean, who doesn't? Um, But the idea for this theme came from a recent experience that I had. I was at a store that sold plants and they had a happy, healthy plant section. And then in the corner of despair and wilted leaves, a super discounted, very sad, trying to die plant section. And so I picked out one of each, a happy little lively, healthy plant, and then a medium sized, much more dramatic looking dying plant. And the cashier was like, this plant, it is so cute. Look, I'm just, I'm giving you a 50% discount on it because it's so cute and you're trying to rescue the other one and it was like a good discount and I've also never felt so complimented in my life because I'm new to the plant world and it was like you you approved of, of my plant choice and you see me as like this benevolent rescuer of poor unfortunate plants like a plant savior a plant advocate I was so excited about it and the receipt had this little fill out this survey at the bottom and I was like oh I got you if you are looking for like a wage raising recommendation I am your girl 
I will not let you down. And man, I filled out that survey glowingly because <laughs> I believe in reciprocity. The next one, I don't, it's hard for me to think of like health care as being customer service, but you are there and they are like doing things. So I guess it, it counts. And I've talked about this episodes before. So hopefully this doesn't come as a weird shock to anybody, but I had breast cancer surgery back in 2020. And there was this really awesome morning nurse. That time frame, the hospital was going into lockdown, like that morning, officially because of COVID. And this nurse, she was so friendly and nice and keeping her calm, like lockdowns happen all the time. <laughs> she was like a go-getter, but not the type that makes me feel like defiant and like get out of here with your toxic positivity kind of way. Yeah. I'm hard to be nice to sometimes, uh, <laughs> but she was the kind that makes me think like, yes, I too can do the thing. Like the kind of positive energy that even like gets to me. So keep that in mind, that experience. And then we fast forward to November, like 2021. And I had another big surgery. And when I got out of the recovery room, the discharge nurse and I did not get along. Oh, we were in this really big dispute of whether I needed to stay the night or if I could go home that evening. And the issue was is that I hadn't eaten all day long and I was really hungry, but it was late so the cafeteria was closed and they didn't have anything on hand that I could eat that I wasn't allergic to. And so I was shaking and crying and it was just going downhill. The lead nurse came in and like he took a look around and very quickly assessed the situation and was like, okay, you could see, he was like, for everyone involved, getting this patient discharged would be better. She doesn't really need to stay the night. We don't really need her to stay the night. She'll recover better like in her familiar surroundings. And so he was just like, the mom, call the mom. Like we need the mom, get the mom in here stat. So they like went rushing to get my mom. And then he went and he got some of his own lunch. He brought out his own lunch. It had some like wrapped up meat and cheese and he brought it out and like I, I ate some and that immediately de-escalated the situation. Like I perked right up. Things were looking so much better. <laughs> stopped the shaking, stopped the crying, but literally his own lunch. And then that nurse that I didn't get along with, her shift ended and who should be there but the nurse from my 2020 surgery. And she remembered me. And I was floored because she sees so many different people. She was only around me for maybe one to two hours. Uh, and as a patient, I don't think I'm that memorable. Like my case, what was happening wasn't you know, something I would think someone would remember. And two, it was right in the frenzy of the start of the pandemic, but she knew who I was. I could not believe it. And she was still the same. Like <laughs> dealing with the, the pandemic had not turned her <laughs> to a cynic. <laughs> she still had that same positive energy. Um, I forgot that I'm not a person that hugs people. I also forgot that it's COVID and you shouldn't hug people. And I like rushed her and like gave her a hug and she, there wasn't anything she could do about it. So I assaulted her with my affection. But anyway, I wrote some super heartfelt thank you cards 
and then I decorated the outside old school like little flowers and stuff so they knew I really meant it because I had to get out the special like coloring pens to do this and I'm an adult so <laughs> that's how you know <laughs> and I tried to make them very personalized and just very like thanking them so very much for making that experience really really good uh, and my final story I have one more um takes place in one of the biggest airports on the west coast and this was like 25 years ago when I was 20 and I was flying for the first time by myself from California to Washington so I had been staying with my friend who lived in Antioch and she was going to drive me to the airport and she was running late she tended to always run late but she was running very late so late it looked like I was going to miss my flight and this was before people really had cell phones. This was like prime pager time. A lot of people had those. The internet was still dial-up. And I can't, I don't even know how I got an airplane ticket. Like, did I have to write a check for it, maybe? I don't remember how we purchased things beforehand. Uh, so I walked into the terminal and... I was so lost. There was numbers and arrows and signs and schedules and I didn't know anything. And so I was just kind of bewildered. And this kind of older side of middle-aged, very short woman employee asked me if she could help me. And I explained my situation and she was like, oh, okay. And we began to walk. She kept up this very sunny and very nice conversation. Uh, she got one of those little cart guys to take us part of the way. She said I reminded her of her daughter. Then she gave me her phone number to call if I ever needed help at the airport again. I could call her and she would meet me and help me navigate where I needed to go. Unbelievable. Like that was so above and beyond. And I missed my flight. <laughs> All of that. And it, there was nothing that could be done. I just was so late from the get-go. Um, but luckily they were able to schedule me about an hour later. So it worked out. And since then I've flown on my own. And even though I have no sense of direction, I'm pretty good at getting around in, at an airport. I think because the layouts are pretty straightforward, they want you to get where you're going so they, I think they try and help you <laughs> but I'm not afraid of navigating an airport terminal and it feels so good not to be afraid because I'm afraid of a lot of things a lot of things give me anxiety you know as someone with an anxiety disorder I'm kind of predisposed to that and I remember feeling so lost and panicky when that happened originally and that could have caused my brain just to say this is too much this is too unfamiliar we're not doing this again to where the thought of an airplane an airport could bring extreme anxiety to the point where like you can't do something but I think in part because I was in the midst of that fear when this very sweet woman came and kind of gave me some some courage some positive reinforcement and like I don't know that I have done that for anyone myself but I remember that feeling of relief of like you're safe it's gonna work out and so I try and be mindful of when others might be feeling that way this has had an impact on me 25 years later and I still remember her name and her kindness so those are some of my amazing customer service stories this is a song that should take you back <laughs> by Fatboy Slim called Praise You. Praise you. 
Okay, so we reached out to some longtime listeners to inquire of them to see if they had any positive customer service experiences. And one of our longtime listeners, Julia, she had a really positive experience that she wanted to share. And she gave us permission to share her experience over the radio waves. So here we go. Here is Julia speaking. It's our 23rd anniversary today, and I wanted to share two amazing experiences with customer service that we had with our wedding preparations. The wedding favors that I dreamed about having for our guests were little trees. I had fond memories of being in elementary school, and every year we had a plant a tree event, and the Forest Service would bring the classes trees to plant. So we called them and asked if it was possible to do this for our wedding day. Not only did they say yes, they loved the idea so much, they started hundreds of trees and took care of them for months so that they would be the right maturity by the time our wedding came. They delivered them to my door a week before our wedding. The other amazing customer service was with our invitations. Because of the sweet bow on them, our local post office couldn't feed them through the machine. So it added 11 cents of postage, which would have needed to be collected by each person invited. The postal carrier recognized a name on one of the invitations as a mutual friend. She called this friend to find our phone number. She collected all of our invitations and called us so we could pay the extra she really saved us. I brought the money, a thank you card, and flowers to show our appreciation for all she did. Awesome. What great stories. So, Julia is done speaking. Now, this is Bobby. I said, what great stories. So exciting. I love like how positive those experiences were, and I love that you returned, you received positivity and returned that positivity with your own positivity. Uh, just wonderful. So thank you for that, Julia. I have a lot of respect, newfound respect, for pharmacists and pharmacy techs technicians, if you want to say the whole word out loud <laughs> and not abbreviate it. Yes, pharmacists and pharmacy technicians maybe are not typically considered in the like customer service job criteria, but they very much have to deal with customers or people on a regular basis. And I just like I said earlier I have like so much respect for them that they not only have to know about medication and like interactions between different medications so that people don't do something terrible to themselves um but they also like they need to know math too like different kinds of math that I probably don't use on a daily basis like converting things and uh stuff like that. 
And on top of all of that, they have to deal with people all the time. Up until recently, our family didn't really need to go get prescriptions filled on a regular basis. Usually it was just like one of us had something done and we needed, you know, pain meds on a short-term basis or like some kind of antibiotics and but it wasn't like oh this needs to be refilled monthly Um, but our son is now currently on anti-epileptic medication and so there is a a level of um, anxiety wrapped up in that and like refilling the medication and sometimes that his particular medication isn't at the pharmacy so they need to like call it in from somewhere else. Um, so as the customer, I I do feel some anxiety and I have had to call the pharmacy and talk to people. And I mean, and there's like insurance stuff like our, our insurance like renewed or changed or something. And we had to get that all straightened out. And so I understand why people would turn their anxiety over like getting their very, very important life-sustaining medication um, and turn that into, like, frustration or anger. And, like, the medical world is never straightforward. Insurance is not straightforward. Something that maybe was covered last month, maybe it didn't doesn't get covered this month, or maybe you forgot to fill out paperwork, or the copay changed. You know, it it's like things happen and we're not always aware of them. And then who gets the brunt of the frustration and the anxiety and like the panic and the worry? The poor pharmacists and pharmacy techs. So I have a lot of appreciation for what they do and the world that they're navigating when they are kind and polite. I feel like that's a bonus because they don't need to be particularly friendly. They could just throw the bag of meds at you and you be on your way. Um, but when when they're particularly nice or they like explain things to people like me who are kind of new at this whole situation, I just, I really appreciate it. And I think as the customer, you know, we need to keep that in mind that they're not just dealing with us, they're dealing with many, many people on a daily basis, especially in Ashland, because there are only two pharmacies now to choose from. So that's a lot of people split up between two pharmacies and staff shortages and all of the other things that we're all contending with in this world. Um, So yeah, shout out to the pharmacists and the pharmacy techs who are, you know, they're doing their job, they're keeping us alive, and they're explaining things to us, and and they're nice on top of it. So thank you. (laughs) The song I chose is The Marvelettes, You're My Remedy. Jennifer here. I asked my friend Vianne, and she would be all of our friends, not just mine, but Bobby and Emily have not met her officially yet. And so, like, they will be friends at some point in the future. The friendship wheel is turning, 
but right now she's just their friend by proxy and vice versa. So anyhow, I asked Vianne if she had any experiences and she did have a few that came to mind. Hello. Uh, I just want to start off by saying I am super excited about what today's episode is about. I used to work in retail, so it, I know it's not an easy job. It is super stressful. It takes a lot to, you know, always have a smile on your face, remain professional, especially when you get a lot of grumpy people in. So I think recalling all the good customer service experiences is such a sweet idea. And I can think of actually a few that I've had in the past. And, it, you know, it just sticks with you, uh, all these nice people um, in stressful situations. When someone's nice to you, when they're in a stressful situation, you just know that that person is a good person at heart. So um, one instance that I can think of is at a grocery store that my family frequents. Um, there's this one young woman um, that was a cashier, super friendly you know, super big smile. There was a huge line, as always, at this grocery store. But she was super friendly. She was, you know, she asked us what our plans were for that day. Um, as she was, like, scanning everything and going through it, she was quick and efficient, but, like, still kept a conversation going. And she was just so sweet. So after we left, we were like, oh, man, that girl was so sweet. Um, and we got her name and we we're like, you know what? Um, I wonder if we'll see her again. So next time we went to that grocery store, we saw her again and she remembered us. It was so sweet. She re remembered our names. Um, she remembered that who I was, who my family was. Um, it just was super sweet. And then every single time that we've gone since then, she'll ask how my family's doing, what we're up to, how's work. It's just super friendly. You know, people see in that grocery store, there's plenty of people so the fact that she remembered me and our family my family is amazing and then another instance that I had was in a coffee shop um, within a grocery store it was really close to my work so I'd go there a lot as well and there was this woman who was new and you know when we're new as always, we're super slow and still trying to figure things out. If you're making coffee, I feel like that's a little bit difficult because each step is a little, you know, depending on what the person's ordering, it's not always the same thing. So I feel like it's going to take you more time to learn. But she was super nice. You know, people started to kind of get upset, but she handled it so very well. And so when it came my turn, she got my coffee down um, just right. You know, she was super sweet. And then the next time I came in she recognized me as well and she remembered my name and um, there would be a, a few times that I'd go in and she would smile and say hello and ask how I was doing and so I think it's just incredible when people take the time to remember. And then the third experience I could think of was actually just happened to me recently. I was driving through a, for a, like a coffee shop and I don't know why I guess you could tell where I like to frequent coffee and groceries, <laughs> but I was driving through the coffee shop and it was, you know, nothing extraordinarily difficult or anything that I ordered or, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. I didn't say anything out of the ordinary either. Just said my order and drove through. And once I got to the window, the woman at the window was so sweet. She said that she, she told me, she's like, I, I really, 
I just wanted to say I really loved your energy and I can just tell that you're a really sweet person. So I hope you have a great day. And I was just kind of like totally caught me off guard. So I have no idea what I said in response. <laughs> I hope it was as nice as what she had said to me. But I think that one was really um, a sweet experience for me because I feel like, you know, it wasn't, she wasn't saying it because she was trying to, you know, get a tip or anything. They don't take tips at that coffee shop. So um, she wasn't trying to get a tip. She wasn't trying to make me feel better because they made a mistake on my coffee or anything out. It, she just, she said it out of the blue and it was just out of kindness. And I think that's so sweet, especially in stressful jobs when somebody is so sweet and takes the time to say something kind. I think it's something that we don't see as often, but it definitely should be recognized when it does happen. So those are my instances of great customer service. Thank you, Vianne. I mean, she really is that memorable. I told her that I liked playing her stories on air because I feel like I'm sending a warm audio hug to the listeners because she really is just that sweet. Hey there, Emily here again, and I wanted to talk about a really lovely experience I had the other day at the grocery store. Um, it was I, it was after I had a particularly emotional um, therapy session, and it just kind of you know dredged up a lot of feelings and. I was just kind of in a headspace of like trying to um, process and just sort of put things where they needed to be in my brain so that I uh, was, was um, you know, so I could feel normal again. <laughs> it makes it sound like it was a bad session, but it really wasn't. It, it was really good. But it, I was just in, a, in an odd uh, headspace. Um, so I went to the grocery store and I, I got my things and I was being checked out by a really wonderful woman and she was so happy and she was talking to the uh, younger bag bagging guy um, with so much uh, respect and he was talking to her like they just had this really great camaraderie even though there was an age difference um, and then she asked me how I was doing and I said oh I'm hanging in there and she said oh girl she said you can do better than that you're already there and I was like wow yeah that is so <laughs> helpful that is just what I needed to hear I'm already there I didn't need to hang in there because I was already there. And then she commented on the wine I was getting and the Doritos uh, I was also buying without judgment. And she was like, you go home and you drink your wine and you eat your Doritos and you're going to have a great evening. And it was just really nice and it made me feel really good. And I've been in the store since and it's like everyone she encounters and interacts with is a friend already and she has a really wonderful personality 
Um, I think she's just one of those people that makes other people feel good wherever she's at. And I think that's a really beautiful, special quality to have in this day and age. So I don't know what her name is, but I'll find out. And like, I really want to make her be my friend. (laughs) Um, So hopefully that works out. And hopefully it's not weird. Like, hopefully I don't want it so much that it doesn't happen. She's like repelled by me. (laughs) No, I don't think so. Um, anyway, the song I chose is by Las Cafeteras. It's called Trabajador Trabajadora, and it's a really long song, so I don't think I'm going to have time to play the whole thing, um, but if you get a chance to ever look it up and listen to it yourself, it is a song with a really um, beautiful message about people who are, who are working really hard and their situations and how grateful we should be for those people. Looking for work, factory workers, migrants from distant lands, South Central farmers teaching us to work with the land, construction workers building up the world with their hands. These days time passes faster than the quickest of sands. Well, hello there. It's Bobby. I am going to talk to you about empathy. Empathy is an interesting quality uh, because especially my relationship to empathy. I think I was born with a very deep sensitivity to how other people feel. Um, I know I can sense like the energy that someone is putting out when they are uncomfortable or when they're scared or when they're sad or when they're mourning or when they're excited, when they're grateful at peace i can sense that i've always been able to to sense it and i haven't always been able to verbalize like this is an emotion that this person is feeling um the more relationships that i have been able to like accumulate like my relationship with my wife emily who you have already heard um through this show she is not just my co-host on the radio but my co-host in life but that's, that's one of the relationships, my relationship with my sons, my two sons, with my parents, with my friends. Jennifer is one of my greatest friends. Um, and I am empathetic to her feelings. Um, and so like the more relationships that I have accumulated, the more I get to kind of like, Uh, harness and understand this incredible quality that I think I was born with, which is empathy. And uh, the interesting thing that I have experienced when it comes to empathy is it also works for strangers. Um, It is a little bit broader in that I... It's not as, like, dialed in. So, like, with Emily, I can tell when she's really... Um, like like more complex uh, emotions or feelings I can sense and I can put a name to it like I know when she's kind of like experiencing despair or when she's like elated about something or when she's nervously excited like I know those feelings I can sense them I've been around her you know enough in the 13 going on 14 years that we've been married Um, I can sense those complex emotions. But when it comes to strangers, it's kind of like um, I can see 
the emotion in the distance and I know like its general shape but I can't specifically name it like I know that it's in the realm of like sadness um, but I don't know if it's like grief or if it's like longing or if it's like regret I don't know you know that that specific thing about it um, but the funny thing is is I can feel it I can like feel that feeling and I can tell like if they're putting that energy out and why am I telling you all of this about empathy well when it comes to customer service okay whether I am uh, expending customer service providing it for someone, which is something that I do on a daily basis with my job, um, or whether I am receiving customer service, I, both as customer or as salesperson, I guess you can call me, um, I can like tell what's going on with my counterpart um, emotionally. And I it has the potential of making me feel um, that feeling and make me feel uncomfortable. So I try to, as the salesperson, really create an environment um, with my attitude and with the energy that I'm putting out. I try to create an environment where the other person is comfortable and feels safe. And in doing that, I feel comfortable and I feel safe. But if I have my walls up and I am very like, you know, the defenses are up and I'm kind of like uncomfortable and, and I'm putting that energy out there, I can guarantee you that the other person is going to mirror that. Um, and now let's turn the tables. If I am the customer at a restaurant and my server comes over to me and I can tell that they are new and they're a little bit apprehensive to like just kind of be open and, and comfortable. Um, they The walls are up and they feel kind of like uh, nervous, a little bit scared, um, a little excited. I, as the customer, will kind of create, again, uh, an environment that is uh, open, that is like well-receiving. Um, I try to... I try to put out an energy that says I'm comfortable in this environment and I'm comfortable with you and there is no judgment coming from me. And I say judgment because I believe that there are people who are in that kind of customer service situation uh, where they are being served by the server and they are expecting a very high standard of service uh, relative to what they would consider to be high standard. And I understand that you, you go into a restaurant situation or you go into a store and you are expecting to be treated, you know, like a certain way. And I think that that I think that everybody deserves that. I think that that's something that you should expect. But it doesn't always go that way because guess what? Everybody comes from is coming from a different place than you are. So maybe your day and your mind 
was all about preparing for this experience of like going to a Mexican restaurant or having Chinese food or trying that new Ethiopian place that you've been talk, you know, been hearing about. And and so you're all like you're all lined up for that. And I think that when it comes to servers, they are not lined up in in that way like that's their job but also they're dealing with so many different kinds of customers i think in um, customer service you are getting energy in all kinds of different forms from the people that you're serving Um, and having been on the other side of things i know how much potential there is for a customer to really bring out the worst in their person that is, you know, that whose job is to provide a service. Um, and it's true. A service should be provided, you know, to, to the best of that person's ability, uh, no matter who the customer is, right? But again we're human and we tuning forks for fillings for dispositions for the energy that people are putting out into the universe empathy is a power it's a power that when handled correctly when handled with care can potentially create an experience of human connection that in my opinion is beautiful So view it as a power. Emotion has power. Feelings have power. Like the power of love. Which brings me to the song that I chose. And if any of you are as big of soft rock junkies as I am, you probably guessed the song that I am going to play. The song I'm going to play is by Huey Lewis and the News. Yes, I am going to play The Power of Love. Enjoy. Well, that concludes our show for this week. We're so excited to have been able to share so many positive customer service experiences. And we're so glad that you all tuned in. You can tune in next week for another original, exciting, entertaining theme that we have yet to think of. But I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. So stay tuned for more KSKQ goodness. And until next Monday, we bid you adieu, we love you, sayonara, adios, and farewell. Until next week, goodbye.